Hi guys, and welcome to Oh Crumbs, Crumbs, the gluten-free podcast. With me, Sarah Howells, the gluten-free blogger. And me, Laura Strange, my gluten-free guide. Hello and welcome back to Oh Crumbs. Woohoo! I am here in, well, I would say sunny London, but it's been chucking it down while we've been uh, discussing Old Crumbs this morning. Mm-hmm. It's like a bit of rain, a bit of sun. Mainly when I have to go outside, it pours down with rain, but you know. It's always the way. <laughs> it is. Um, but this um, makes life a lot easier. It's nice to have Sarah in London. We're going to a fun Chipotle event tonight, yes. aren't we? I'm um, going to eat ourselves lots of gluten-free Mexican food. And margaritas. Ooh, margaritas. Mm, margaritas. Me. Because tequila is gluten-free, kids. <laughs> oh, this is true. This is true. Um, and sorry, we're both still a bit husky. The bad voices have still not cleared. It seems to be like sticking in, but we're yeah. battling through. Um, and we're going to tell you about what's been going on. Sarah, you've had um, an update from Weatherspoons, haven't you? I know last week yeah. we mentioned uh, how there's been some changes to their gluten-free menu and you've been looking into it for everyone. Yeah, so last week we mentioned that their gluten-free menu had kind of mysteriously vanished from their restaurants. Um, I contacted Weatherspoons and got a reply from them and basically... They are no longer offering a specific gluten-free menu. However, it doesn't really sound like the menu options have changed. So they used to have like a menu with all the options that were gluten-free, and now they just have one of those dreaded allergen books that you have to like lug over to the table. Um, And I think, to be honest, it sounds like it's just an exercise to cover their backs because of the risk of cross-contamination, because they can't guarantee that things are actually gluten-free. Okay. But yeah, unfortunately, there are no more... Uh, gluten-free menus just the dreaded blue folder it's quite frustrating to have that backwards step because surely they could at least keep the gluten-free menu and add like a disclaimer on the top if they have to if they feel they need to cover their backs to say we cannot guarantee no cross-contamination blah blah but you know what i mean by the time a company's gone to the effort of compiling that menu in the first place to then just scrap it and be like here's a massive folder that you've got to flick through. I know, it's really disappointing and it does feel like a step back. So whether this is something that we'll see improvements in over time, I don't know whether it's just like a fear thing because of all the stuff that's been in the news this year. But yeah, I'd be interested to know how anyone gets on when they go to Weatherspoon. So if you've been, drop us an email, podcast at gmail.com um, and let us know. Yeah, I guess the positive thing is that, like you said, there still are gluten-free options. It's yes. just... In theory, yeah. So it's just you've got to wade for a folder to find Whether out you want to risk it yeah. or not. Oh. Um, so Sarah, what else have you found out in the news this week? Well, I'd like to do a little shout out actually to uh, Justin Bieber, if you're listening. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody saw, but uh, Mr. Bieber revealed last week that he is officially allergic to gluten, which he called, and I quote, the worst news ever. I mean, I feel like my opinion on what the worst news ever is, it's slightly different to Justin Bieber. Maybe like some terminal cancer diagnosis or some terrible accident. Yeah. Not being able to have your favourite beer. I'm sure he was being tongue-in-cheek with it, but you know when you're like... Yeah, so just a shout-out to Mr Bieber that being gluten-free is not the worst thing ever. (laughs) And if you want some positive inspiration... Uh, check out Old Crumbs podcast. <laughs> I guess so. Sometimes, like on a serious note, people can find like getting a celiac diagnosis or finding out they have to go gluten free to be like so daunting yeah, and like <laughs> stressful. And you can quickly look at the negatives of it, being like, "Oh, I can't yeah. have my favourite beer, pizza, whatever." But there's always alternatives. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we will um, 
hope that he gets a bit happier about that one. <laughs> we'll keep you posted, guys. Yeah. For all your celebrity gluten-free gossip, <laughs> don't forget to tune into Oh Crabs. <laughs> oh, we're doing everything. <laughs> Laura, what have you been up to this week? I've been, well, oh gosh. I ha- so I've been working on this Halloween like recipe roundup thing, which is going to be like a free download on my blog and website and blog and website same thing blog <laughs> and instagram and fa- facebook channels soon um but so i was cooking up recipes this week and had spent ages like making them look nice positioned them all on our kitchen counter like my kitchen's quite small it is. so <laughs> we've got like kitchen cupboards and on top of it we've got boxes kind of on top which are normally fine but my husband had been really helpful and had tidied up the kitchen so i'm there trying to take a picture and suddenly a massive box fell off the top of the kitchen counter oh, and no. landed smack bang in the middle of a bowl of like this orange soup that I'd made. Oh, I was no. like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so I should probably share a picture somewhere. But it was like, if you can imagine my kitchen counter and kitchen covered in carrot and sweet potato soup. I'd made these like avocado ghost toasts oh. and these spooky witches fingers for dipping in the soup. And uh, yeah, so everything was covered. Luckily, I think I've taken enough pictures. But so if you, no. when you, if you guys download the like uh, the recipe roundup and the pictures aren't that great, that's why. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll have to post this picture of like Soupgate on our, our oh. Instagram because it is quite something. Yeah, a couple of people messaged me and said like, "Can you just call it like a fancy?" Halloween table decoration. <laughs> so I reckon pumpkin vomit would be yes. the right description for it. <laughs> so if you want some pumpkin vomit, you now know where to Doesn't find it. Doesn't sound so appetising, but... <laughs> Not really. But yeah, no, so anyway, I have been um, cooking up a storm. And actually, it was really fun. I'm really pleased with the recipe. So um, will it be out by the time Sefso comes out? Possibly. We're put... so organised. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a link in the show notes. There might not. <laughs> <laughs> um, surprise this week. <laughs> um, but otherwise, oh, uh, on all things Halloween, I have posted um, that product roundup. Yes. Uh, and I mentioned Asda last week as having loads of really good gluten-free products. Yeah. Um, I actually popped into M&S. Nice. I was so impressed. Within their like made without range, I couldn't see anything uh, that was Halloweeny. But in the main like Halloween confectionery range, everything apart from one item that I spotted was gluten-free. That's so good. Yeah, it was really nice to see because they've got some really fun stuff from these like gruesome severed chocolate fingers to little oozing squishy skulls, which personally (laughs) don't appeal. But kids love that stuff, right? True. And it's so refreshing to see fun, gluten-free themed confectionery lines. Definitely. There you go, trickle-treating sorted. Um, but we had a, a really good question in from one of our listeners this week, which I'm going to put to you, Sarah, to oh, kick gosh, off on first. Um, so they asked us to talk about how we handle attending weddings. So okay. when you maybe don't feel comfortable reaching out to the hosts, um, you maybe mistrust the caterers and you don't want to appear rude ultimately, um, what advice would we give as to how someone could handle being gluten-free at a wedding? Oh gosh, that's a tricky one because when you go to a wedding, it definitely feels like there's more pressure than just going out for like a group meal. Yeah. I think I've probably been really lucky in that a lot of my close friends that have got married, because I write my blog, kind of know that I'm doing gluten-free mm-hmm. stuff and they're always like, don't worry, we've got you sorted. But yeah, it must be really hard when you turn up to a wedding or like you're invited and it's someone that is maybe like a friend of a friend or something. Um, I think you've just got to be 
really prepared and stand your ground as well because it's not like you're just being fussy and you don't like something like you actually can't eat something and it's going to make you ill so if you can I definitely say try and speak to the people getting married like as far in advance as you can to kind of ask them if it's possible to be catered for um, I mean, I don't know, Laura, if you have much experience in this. Like, I've been, yeah. I've been very lucky on the weddings I've been to. So I've kind of got the view of both sides of it because I'm married, I've done a wedding of my own. And also, I, in a way, Sarah, I'm like you, because I've been celiac for so long, I've got very accommodating friends and family. So yeah. um, that's really helpful because they know that I'm gluten-free and that's not like a surprise. But I do think it's quite hard for people who have been newly diagnosed and whose kind of social circle maybe aren't aware of that fact or mm. don't really take it seriously. Um, like we've heard from readers who have said like, they'll go out for a meal with their family after being diagnosed and people are like, mmm, gluten, mmm, so delicious. So and like, I don't know, I just think that actually it's so mean because it's really hard like yeah. when you're adapting. And actually weddings are so can be really stressful because you... Are there to celebrate someone else's date and you don't want the i mean personally i don't want any spotlights to be on me no i think it's so kind when people make the extra effort like i've had friends like make me a little mini gluten-free cupcake alongside the main wedding cake and all this stuff and that's so kind but then you're also like oh cross-contamination is it going to be all right <laughs> yeah. and things have come a long way like most caterers now should be set up for it shouldn't they they should yeah so in terms of like practical advice um definitely like as sarah said like when you're rscp'ing they would normally ask you about diet requirements make it clear that you're gluten-free and if you're celiac put like Mm. celiac in the brackets because the caterers might need to know that information go prepared take Take a snack bar (laughs) yeah it can be stressful organizing a wedding right so maybe the bride and groom are finding it very overwhelming having to add your dietary requirements there and are just seeing you as someone difficult and what, at worst case literally go to the toilet eat a snack bar while no one's looking and then go Good back advice. and sit at the meal <laughs> rather than kick up a fuss i think yeah. you were saying about eating before as well yeah i mean if you know you're going to be at wedding all day and you're not sure if you're going to be able to eat have a big breakfast before you go yeah. like laura said make sure you take snacks with you in your handbag so you know don't take a tiny clutch bag you should always have a snack appropriate <laughs> bag sorry men you just got pockets and yeah just make sure that you're prepared really i think that's about all you can do and just mm-hmm. don't feel like you have to eat something yeah because it's put in front of you if you're not sure even just be like oh i'm, I'm not feeling that well i don't want to eat it like that's fine make up an excuse if you have to just yeah don't feel pressured to eating something that you think has gluten in exactly and don't you'll always find someone who i don't know will just try and like bait you on it a bit um just don't rise to it just stick to your ground just explain but without making it difficult um and just to like give an insight on the flip side of like when you are organizing a wedding like obviously so our, our wedding all the food was gluten-free um and no one really knew because there are so many naturally gluten-free things that you can make and like if you speak to most caterers like if you are organizing a wedding and you know you've got lots of various allergy sufferers there just try and pick something that's gonna apply to lots of different people yeah um uh, so because it just saves you the effort but you also will get loads of really annoying doctor requirement responses <laughs> um and i say annoying because if someone's got an allergy or a serious intolerance like that's legitimate in my yeah. book if someone says i'm allergic to nuts i'm probably going to take nuts off the entire menu yes. because i just think it it's 
whatever. But if um, someone says, like, I don't like tomatoes... Yeah, or if someone says like, they're vegan, then that's fine. I'll get yeah. them a vegan option. But, yeah, you do get lots of people being like, I don't like this, I don't like that, um, where they could just pick it off the meal. So to give you... Just kind of put yourself in the bride and groom's shoes sometimes as well and think about what they're dealing with their end. So if they send you a stressy response, it's nothing personal. They're yeah. just having to deal with so much stuff. They'll be dealing with requests from every angle about all sorts of different things about the day so um sorry a bit of a long answer there but i just do think sometimes it's you've got to realize it's not you personally mm. and you've just got to do those little things to make sure that you have a good time okay i think it's time to move on to this week's guest so laura this week we've got a really exciting person who is bringing us donuts, donuts! donuts! which we're a little bit excited about obviously we're also very excited to chat with ryan um so uh, have i let the secret out of the bag. I think you might have. It's, uh, so <laughs> this week we spoke to Ryan Panchu, who is the founder of Borough 22. Um, they're an amazing gluten-free vegan donut company in London. And Ryan was really one of the like trailblazers of the gluten-free London scene back in 2012, I think. Yeah. Uh, and his business has grown so much since then. Um, we had a chat all about how he kind of came up with the idea and it was inspired by his family all about starting his business kind of the lessons he's learned along the way and yeah it was really interesting so we hope you enjoy it okay today we're here with ryan from borough 22 and we have got quite a selection of donuts here (laughs) ryan what have you brought for us today uh so i've bought you a couple of donuts that you won't be able to get in selfridges i thought you might um might be a bit of a treat for you guys so uh, the first one is our Jaffa cake donut. Oh I'm not sure God. if I'm allowed to call it a Jaffa cake donut yet or not. I'm not sure. I'm, <laughs> An I'm orangey chocolatey donut. Yes, yeah, orangey chocolatey marmalade type donut. <laughs> um, so you've got two of those, one each, and you have also got our peanut butter filled donut. Oh, both look actually, amazing. It's not just any peanut butter. It's filled with perhaps the best peanut butter on the face of the earth, oh, which is from a company called Manny Life. Oh, oh my husband used to work with the guy who found it. Found oh, right. it. I've forgotten okay. his name. Um, but yeah, really, really nice guy. <laughs> no, Stuart. Any, like, Stuart yeah, Stuart. Stuart. Yeah. And if, I don't like peanut butter that much, but their peanut butter is so good. It's so good. <laughs> so this is actually scene, it's yeah, an yeah. accidental peanut butter, this one. Oh, okay. It's called uh, Deep Roast. And oh. what it is, basically, they left it in the roaster for too long mm-hmm. and they thought they ruined the whole bunch. Yeah. They thought, okay, let's oh, just churn it up anyway and it actually it's pretty amazing. And it's the only peanut butter that we will eat now. I'm not allowed to bring any peanut butter, any other peanut butter in the house, only that. I've got to agree, it's really good. And I'm that's so the deep roast one is the one that I tried and oh, was it's like, amazing. hang on, maybe I do like amazing. peanut butter by itself now. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't wait amazing. to get that. Oh, but yeah, peanut butter donut sounds like absolute dream. Thank you. <laughs> that's all right. Um, so Ryan, you obviously run an amazing donut business and all your products are gluten-free and vegan, aren't yep. they? So do you want to tell us a bit about like when you started the business and why? Okay, so the business probably started as an idea. Well, not, I wouldn't even say an idea, but it started around about 2012. Uh, so my wife is runs a, an online magazine called The London Mother. Yeah. Um, so she would get invited out. It's all, all things to do with uh, parenting in London, basically. Hence the name. Perfect. Um, I like it. Check that yeah. one out. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So she'd get invited out to all these events, uh, to places to review, things to see, 
And the, the example I always give is like she, we would get invited out to advanced screenings for films and stuff. Okay. So we take the kids with us, we go to Leicester Square, um, and they'd always have something they'd call fun in the foyer, first of all. So you get your face painted, balloon animals. Nice. Oh. And there'd be lots of stuff like breakfast seed type stuff, cakes, biscuits for the for everyone to eat. But my kids couldn't have any. Oh, no. Uh, so because they all had dairy in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. So they, your kids, they've got dairy intolerances. They had dairy intolerances. Yeah. They've grown out of it now, both of them, oh, funnily enough, around about when they were seven years old. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but my wife is uh, gluten intolerant dairy intolerant a whole host of other things wow. um, so it just used to frustrate me that we'd be invited to this event and they wouldn't cater for something for like kids that were dairy free yeah we've all been there yeah yeah so instead of like clearing the whole bar of all the foods with a sweeping arm <laughs> movement and a fit of protect rage protect your husband and yeah. dad mode yeah. <laughs> um, so I just thought okay uh, let's see if we can find something on the, you know, we're in central London, let's find a cafe or somewhere to go to. Yeah. And the problem that we had then was that it would always be, they'd have stuff available, but it would always be either gluten-free or dairy-free, not both. Okay. Um, and the stuff they had was just really poor quality, yeah. just didn't yeah. taste very good at all. Um, so I was just like, surely someone must be able to come up with something that yeah. is decent that, you know, people could eat That's that's not got these allergens in it. Um, so I thought I'm going to give it a go so I went in the kitchen started mucking around with recipes um, and came up with a few different ones eventually came up with a recipe for uh, like oven baked donuts yeah didn't get it right first time <laughs> how few, many attempts did it yeah. few, oh, I, don't, I don't know I don't, actually it wasn't too many it's probably like four or five okay that's okay. respectable about four or five it's got some it's good skills there had you baked before um yeah, I dabbled in it. Yeah. I've, I've got a sweet tooth, so yeah. I had baits before. Okay. Um, but then, like, dairy-free baking is fine, you know, to cut out, mm. to substitute the fat, the dairy. Yeah. It's easy. It's, it's not uh, too hard to do, but gluten-free is a whole different ball game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've had, you know, just bought um, Dove's gluten-free flour and tried to substitute it for normal flour and just had absolute disasters. Like, oh, no. Been pelted with donuts. Like, <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> like, getting bruised, like, painful. Uh, I guess, in a way, like, kids are the best reviewers. Yeah, Because yeah, they're going to be brutally honest. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, maybe your spouse is going to, like, protect your feelings yeah. a little bit sometimes. Oh, right, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The kids are like, no. Like, you <laughs> face. And my, yeah. my son at the time was young enough and brutal enough to just <laughs> just say his feelings yeah, yeah. you can see it on his face anyway if he found something to well, don't like bounced off your head you yeah know? Right. okay <laughs> like, that's a tail patch like or smash like the window's broken and donuts, <laughs> donuts on the floor outside in the garden um so yeah but um when i did now the recipe like they loved it uh my wife loved it my sister-in-law who's got similar allergens to my wife allergies to my wife loved it as well but i used to give them away yeah okay. my wife was like the ingredients are so expensive yeah like you need to stop giving it away or, or find another place to yeah. live um, so. I like the sound of your wife she yeah. sounds great yeah, yeah she's, she's great she's great um, so I started to well just went on Facebook and started to try and sell them that way I didn't do donuts originally yeah it was brownies originally but okay. okay everyone does a gluten free brownie yeah. I found yeah um not as good as mine, but that's another. <laughs> that's maybe for next season. I feel okay. like first time I met you, you told me about it. Like, yeah, my brownies yeah. are amazing the as well. Uh, but you give me a box of donuts, and yeah. I, I think I met you in like London Bridge Station. That's right. I was just yeah, I so excited I to be able to get my hands on a treat like that because you're right. There was nothing, nothing available. available. Yeah. Nothing I, agree, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> my colleague thought it was hilarious. <laughs> 
you're going to meet a man on a train station <laughs> so he can give you a box of gluten-free donuts. And you're like, yeah, yeah. The yeah. lengths you go to if you get gluten-free yeah, donuts. Nothing wrong with that. that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so yeah, that happened quite often, actually. I, <laughs> yeah. I was actually asked by London Bridge not to do that anymore. <laughs> that man's lurking here again in his trench coat. Poster in the office. Like, if you see this guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, started from there. Facebook kind of went crazy on Facebook. I did... Um, a gluten-free rally, which was a nightmare. Oh, so what like, did that involve? <laughs> a bank holiday Sunday. It was yeah. an August bank holiday Sunday. I drove up the M4, so through Reading, all the way down to Bristol, and then back again, and stopping off. Like, I'd arranged it all through Facebook. I remember that. Yeah. Stopped off and delivered Because my mum is in way. Bath. I remember being like, right, okay. we've got to get some donuts. Oh, yeah. it's a shame you didn't hit the M5 as well and come down, down to Delhi. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, know this is, I got to Bristol, I was like, losing the will to live. <laughs> I think my first appointment, my first drop-off was supposed to be at 10, and I left my house at uh, quarter to 10. Oh, no. So that's, that's at least two hours <laughs> to get to Reading. And the M4 is not the best oh, start. Oh, man, no. it was terrible. Best day. <laughs> so I got home at like one o'clock on Monday morning, I think. Took my daughter out with me as well. It's gonna be a lovely day out. Oh no! <laughs> it's the worst. It was the worst ever. But I, I did get to meet a lot of people. Some of who I still know today, which That's is good. nice. Nice. Um, and it's just little crazy things like that that sort of helped to get our name sort of out there. Yeah. Um, then yeah, met you. and met various other people around London. Used to deliver them around London. Um, but that was really the driver because uh, it was for my family initially. Mm-hmm just to try and make something. Never planned to sell it at all. Yeah. Um, but made something for them um, so that they could get excited about it. So if someone... Like, what I want, the, the feeling I kind of wanted them to have is like if I, we were to bring it out at a party or something, everyone, like all their friends would get excited. Like, I want one of those. Yeah. It wouldn't be feel like they're the And that's exactly cousins. what you want with like yeah. gluten-free or yeah. other free from treats. It's yeah. like, it's yeah. not just, okay, that slightly graying looking cake is for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, the in-demand food. Yeah. No, sorry, you can't have that. That's, that's mine. mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tables have been turned. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, kind of, I felt like I had achieved that. Um, but then it's just... Going into selling was just a completely different ball game. I've never done anything like that before. Yeah. So, uh, like your initial growth, you're saying like social media. Like I, we've seen talk about it before, like mm. how social media is actually quite a good thing if you're yeah, like growing yeah. a small business, yeah, like a good yeah. way of marketing yourself. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I, that's all I've done. I've never paid for any that's advertising good. or wow. anything like that. It's all been through social media. Um, I've been quite fortunate in, I think, in just the timing. Like there was nothing like we said nothing available like that at the time um, and just the fact that I was picked up by Selfridges very very early so I, st- I actually started yeah. in October 2014 and I had an email a DM it slid into my DM Ooh. Selfridges um, in I think it was February wow. that's amazing 2015 that's really yeah, yeah. yeah really really soon how did you feel when you kind of were like oh Selfridges have DM'd me I was I just was just in shock I was like are you kidding me I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay because I always remember actually I was saying to my mother-in-law that I'd launched a business and she's like this was no it couldn't have been February it must have been like um, April yeah this was in February and I had, didn't have any sales okay. <laughs> I remember saying to her she said like, how's it going I, well, I haven't really sold anything this <laughs> and she was cracking up you know that like when they go silent they're yeah, laughing yeah, so yeah. they go silent she's like tears oh, bless her. Her face. I was like oh thanks <laughs> And I couldn't wait to tell her our selfridges have been in touch. She didn't shut her up. <laughs> so what was that like? How did you go about getting into selfridges? Um, so basically I just offered them 
the world. Uh, I didn't really <laughs> think about it. I said, yeah, you can have all these different flavors. Uh, I'll come in and bring you like a sample box, uh, which I did. I remember it clearly. I even remember the guy that opened the door for me downstairs. Uh, I think I've got a picture of him actually on my on my feet. <laughs> um, he tried to take the donut. He tried to. Was this early in the morning as well? And you're there like it's poor blokes opening the loading bay. No, there. no, it wasn't even the loading bay. It was it was, um, it was the Duke Street entrance, I think. Oh, sweet. And I actually went into the store, and yeah, then I had oh. to go back out and go into like the staff entrance and up the stairs, totally clueless. Oh. Um, so I just remember sitting there thinking like you know how am I here like what what has happened yeah kind of thing and I remember saying to the buyer at the time a lady named Katie just said to her look I honestly I don't know how I got here oh wow I just no. this is what I've done this is what I'm doing I work full time I don't do this full time mm-hmm. uh, but I want to work with you I'd love to be able to sell these in your store you know if you think they're any good and then I had to leave them with her to sort of taste and get yeah. back to me and then um a few days later, they commented on a post. They commented on one of my posts. They said, oh, we've tried them. Um, something, something, watch this space. It was very, very oh. like... Yeah. And were you like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. And then I was like, how? How <laughs> am I going to do this? I oh, guess wow. I thought in my head, it was like, if I do this now, I'm going to be like a hamster on one of those wheels yeah like how am yeah. I going to be able to manage because also to like set the scene like you said you were working full time yeah, and you've got kids yeah, yeah. and you were going to supply selfishes all the donut flavours that they wanted yeah, yeah. did you factor sleep as a, something you might have to do into this <laughs> I was plan? really scared really really scared <laughs> oh. I didn't know how I was going to do it I didn't know how many they were going to order yeah um, so I reneged on the, the flavours and we reduced it down I think I offered 12 initially and then we reduced it down maybe to four, I want to say. Okay. Four different flavours. Um, and yeah, and then we just took it from there. So initially they were talking like really, really low numbers. Yeah. Um, I will just take like maybe six of each. And when the first order came, it was like 36 of each. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I remember it was like bank holiday. Uh, it was the bank August bank holiday weekend, 2015. So we had people over to our house for a barbecue that weekend. And I think I started in store on the Thursday before. So I was going to drop on the Thursday, drop on the Saturday. And then they sold out both days. Oh, and then okay. I had to drop on the um, on the Monday as well, Bank Holiday Monday as well. To, yeah. To tide them over. So initially it was, they'd have stock from Thursday through to Sunday. Mm. And then that was it. Well, until they sold out really. Um, but just silly mistakes, like taking them up on the train. Just like how I got here today. Just oh, yeah. on the train of a box, you know, crates of donuts. <laughs> like, amazing. Handing them over yeah. the counter, like where you would go to buy the donuts. Yeah. And yeah. She, Katie came down, she's like, you can't, you can't do this. You have to go in the loading bay. I was like, oh, can I walk into the loading bay then? No, you have to be in a car. You have to have a high-vis vest. Um, wow. So it's like all that stuff is, it just seems like common sense to me now. Um, but I just didn't know yeah. at all. How did you get to the point where you were able to leave your day job because obviously now you do your business full time yeah yeah and that must have been quite a big step yeah it was massive um, so I actually stopped supplying selfridges I, I just burnt out okay um, so that's probably worthwhile saying um, so just doing it all delivering it like twice a week it got to a stage I think I was in there for about well from that August up to about February yeah and then I, I said mm. I've got to come out and they're really good. I said, oh, I want to come back, but I need to 
sort myself out, yeah. get some uh, procedures in place and then come back. And they said, yeah, we're happy to have you back. Just let us know when you can do That's it. That's nice. That's really good. Uh, which is really good. So I went in back in in October, transitioned from part-time to full-time. I was always like, all right, in the next 12 months, I'm going to make the yeah. step. We're gonna, yeah. This is going really well. I'm just going to make the step. And I would say that every single month. In the next 12 months, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It's like, come on. Talking to yourself in the mirror, you can do it. You can do it, can't you? <laughs> it's like, it wasn't happening. Um, but the place that I worked for before, so I was working for a property investment company. Mm-hmm. Talking 2017 now. Mm. Yeah. So they were starting to let people go. That's what I keep telling myself. So okay. they said, oh, your job's redundant now. Um, so I said, is there anything else you can offer me? They said, not at this time. Uh, so it's like okay I'm going to get a lump of money from them a redundancy pay uh, I did have another job offer yeah um, to go and work for another uh, sort of construction company um, but even the guy that I was offered the job from like he knew what I was doing as yeah. well he actually wanted to invest in Borough 22 oh wow. nice um, but he said look he's from he's from Hackney actually yeah he's like why look mate You'll never get another opportunity. It's like the perfect time to do it, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a sign that you just got to take. Yeah. It's like you'll never get like this amount of capital working for someone, slapped aside for you to be able to put into your business. So it's like, okay, let's let's just do it. Um, And it's funny. uh, So one thing happened that was quite fortunate in that I was able to get a unit in Box Park, which Ah, I think you went to actually. Did you go to? I think so. A unit in Box Park with Tim Biard. Yeah. So just, they didn't know that I was getting made redundant. Okay. They just said, look, we're coming to the end of our lease here. We've got like six to eight weeks left. We want to just do coffee and donuts. And we want you oh, to... Oh, yeah, and you had the, 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 like, the coffee with the little donut on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, yeah. 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 Sounds yeah. like the dream. <laughs> donut, yeah. donut also latte. very Instagrammable. Very Instagrammable. No, but which is such an important thing. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. if you're a business now and you're looking to leverage Instagram... Sounds silly, but you want to have there's like one visual, product in yeah. your repertoire that's yeah very visual because yeah. that's going to take off, mm. and as fickle as it might seem, it's going to get. Obviously, you've got to have the substance behind the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's important. Um, but yeah, that was amazing. So they sort of they didn't charge me any rent at all. Every sale that was made uh, came to me. They didn't yeah. take any percentage of it unless we sold that's donut so nice lattes. Yeah, and we split the cost. Um, so that happened. That was good. Um, so that meant sort of extra capital coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite quickly um, but it's just amazing I don't know why I'm so surprised by it but just going from part time to being able to work in it full time yeah. just how things just grew like the, the chart was almost not vertical but it was very very steep Yeah, like it's just like wow I've now got all this time to dedicate to doing this and at first it was it was amazing but it was tough at the same time it took about a year to actually get my head out of you are not working a 9 to 5 Job. Yeah, I bet. It's amazing how institutionalised you get. Yeah, yeah. A whole year after leaving, yeah, leaving work. It's just like, you're not working a nine to five. Your hours are completely changed now. And realising it's okay to flex those hours as well. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Like if you need to do the school run or something yeah. in the day, that's all right. Yeah. You can do some work in the evening or earlier in the morning or yeah, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Balances out. Absolutely. So kind of going back to the product that you have. So donuts are gluten-free. Yep. Dairy free. Yep, vegan. You've got the top 14 allergen list, so there's no, obviously, no shellfish in there. <laughs> okay, well, you <laughs> I could do that. A prawn sentence. I think you mean like a savory. No, please don't make a prawn <laughs> 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 
Um, <laughs> April Fools, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good one. Um, there's, yeah, there's no jerk donut coming out either. It's not going to be one of those. So yeah, they essentially they they are top fourteen allergen free. Yeah, like the essential donuts, so like the cinnamon sugar, the sugar, the raspberry, plain glazed. Uh, we've introduced uh, nuts because we use like a vegan type Nutella. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. Substitute oh, that, I've tried that. It's good. It's, I think yeah. it's better than Nutella mm, actually. Yeah. To be fair. Um, Cause Cause Nutella palm oil yeah. free as well. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> that always puts off Nutella. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, we've introduced nuts there, but the actual donuts that we make themselves are made without the use of any nut products. And did you have to get like? So do you uh, cook in your kitchen at home? Yep. Did you have to get it like certified as gluten free or like? What kind of procedures do you have to go through to make sure that they're mm. definitely safe and definitely free from the allergens? Um, so, as I say, my wife is gluten-free anyway. So yeah. we are largely, um, the kitchen is largely a gluten-free kitchen anyway. Yeah. We could buy different types of breads, but we can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, yeah. we've just got, we hardly eat bread anyway. Yeah. Um, so things like that uh, hardly come into the house. Very, very rarely. And then I've got my section of the kitchen. So our kitchen's quite big, like a kitchen diner. So I've got my section with all my ingredients and then the ones we use for domestic use are at the other end of the yeah. kitchen. Uh, so all the donuts have been uh, sent away to be tested, like gluten-free yeah. tested. So we use the Elisa method. Um, and they've all returned back below five parts per million. Wow. Um, as I say, all the products. Uh, so we buy gluten-free flowers from Shipton Mill and Dove's Farm. Um, so they are we, we, you know we're happy that they're they're both approved mm. so yeah they? exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah so you're like going through the supply chain making sure yeah. all your suppliers are yeah, that's cool yeah. it's just really interesting to like know like what a lot of work. hurdles you have to jump <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah what absolutely. you have to do to like, tick that mm. glue every box so. absolutely absolutely and then every sort of batch we make the kitchen is cleaned down before mm-hmm. and we will do it from start to finish so literally from the time we turn the oven on until everything's boxed and put away, we won't do any other task mm. um, until that's all done and completed. And then with the donuts that we sell um, via mail order, so if people order from the sort of the nut-free yeah. range, um, we'll make always make those ones first and then go on to make the other ones. Oh, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah, then you're making yeah. sure, because obviously nut allergies as well. That's yeah, great. yeah. I mean, we're not certified nut-free. Yeah. We can never offer that, unfortunately. Uh, and if people do order and they put um, on the website that they've got a nut allergy, we just always email them and make it clear that we're not nut free. Yeah. We just bake without the use of nuts. Mm. I mean, have you found now that there's there's kind of been a big spike in the trend of veganism and plant-based eating? Have you found that that's kind of, you've had a lot more vegan customers coming to you now as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely more vegan customers. A lot of the sort of main sort of influencers that come to us as well. Uh, are now coming through from the sort of vegan side of okay. things so they're not necessarily gluten free or celiacs um, so they're mainly vegan um, but yeah it's just gone up up and up and up um, it's been amazing to be honest I think that speaks to the quality of people who can eat gluten are eating gluten free donuts yeah. because they're vegan and enjoy them and that says it all really doesn't it yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. with some of our stockists as well they won't choose to advertise them as, yeah well they may just advertise them as vegan some may say they're gluten-free and vegan. Others won't say it yeah, at all. Yeah, I found that so donuts. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whether how it's best to like market and position yeah, a product. Yeah, like, yeah. How is baking without egg? Is that mm. easy enough to do? Or? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So we've for to substitute egg, we use applesauce. Oh, um, that's a great one to use. Yeah, yeah, I think you can only use it in limited quantities. 
Um, but yeah, it works perfectly with our donuts. And with the pumpkin spice one that we do, we just use pureed pumpkin instead of egg. Oh. There's quite a few substitutes for egg. Um, but I think as long as you, I've heard as long as it's not more than four eggs worth, Okay. Yeah. Then you're good. Okay. Okay. more than that. Oh. I feel like it must be quite fun in a way, like doing that recipe development in the kitchen. Like obviously frustrating at times. Yeah, yeah. But just mm. like thinking outside the box a bit with the baking and yeah. trying different ingredients. To yeah, see yeah. What works? Uh, have you had any disasters? Because I'm sure people can relate to it. Like, have you had anything go completely wrong that maybe other like small business owners could learn from your mistakes? Oh, uh, it's just so. I guess it's more like mentally, really. It is mentally exhausting, sort of running yeah. your own business. Mm. And when you're up early in the morning, um, trying to sort of measure out ingredients. Yeah, because doesn't like your that. day start like 4 a.m. or something? Yeah, or earlier some days. <laughs> wow. um, so that's one thing I've learned actually, like preparation is key. Okay. So one of the reasons I struggled in the first year was because I thought, okay, right, I've set aside Thursday as my day for baking now. So it means I'm going to do everything on Thursday. So mm-hmm. I'll measure out the ingredients on Thursday, get all the boxes ready on Thursday. And I'm like, bro, you can't do that. You cannot do that. <laughs> you, it's just not possible. Yeah. You know, start on Monday. Start getting the boxes ready on Monday. You yeah. know, you can measure out your own dry ingredients on a Tuesday, keep it yeah. covered, and it will be fine for Thursday. But then ultimately, those early mornings, it must be worth it for like being able to have this business of your yeah. own now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seeing like all the success and it going well. Absolutely. It's just sort of adjusting your thinking. Everything I do is for me and my family. Like yeah. It's going to benefit me and my family. Mm. It's not to please uh, a boss who's maybe going to give you a bonus at the end of the year, which is what I was doing for the past 12 years. Well, it's been really interesting talking to you, Ryan. We just want to kind of end with our key, like, old crimes question that we ask okay. everyone. Which okay. we really should have told you about ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. like, we discussed this. We never <laughs> warn people. We like to spring it on them. Okay. <laughs> it's not a horrible one. We just want to know, what's the one pearl of wisdom that you'd share with our gluten-free listeners? Like, one thing we found really, really helpful, and it's come on so much since then, was the Allergy and Free From show. You need to get down there, I think. Like, make an effort to go to go down there. Um, we can, like, discover what's yeah. available. Yeah, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. I've not been able to get down there for the past few years, um, just because of the business, really. Um, but I remember when we... Uh, the times that we have gone down there it's just like a whole new world because yeah. you hear so many people being diagnosed now and I speak to so many of my customers that have been diagnosed mm. oh we just found you we, we you know, found you on the internet a couple have been local which has been good as well um, and some of them haven't didn't know about the allergy and free from show um, so hearing that you're now celiac you've got to change the way you eat yeah it's just for some people it's just like what do I do now I've not yeah. got a clue yeah. And there's loads of exhibitors out there and talks that like we did yeah, talk this yeah. year actually about oh, right, okay. yeah about kind of like celiac disease and gluten free and getting to grips with it and yeah, yeah. so there's lots of people there you can speak to like, yeah so, and it's yeah. different now it's not like it was say five years no. ago mm. either um, and there's so much uh, that is available as well like people are developing all the time um, so yeah I think that's probably the best tip I can give to that's people. That's a good tip. That's a good yeah, tip, yeah. yeah. I think there's one in London, Liverpool and Glasgow. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's such a good place, like like you say, when you're new and it's very overwhelming and you're like, oh, there's all this food I can eat. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Good yeah. tip. Oh, I like yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on O'Crumbs today. Thanks, it right. was My pleasure. Great to have you on the podcast. <laughs> and get all your business insights. Thank you.
we hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Ryan as much as we enjoyed chatting to him uh, you can get Borough 22 Donuts delivered across the UK I believe yes. um, we'll pop all the info in our show notes about like with a link to Ryan's website Ryan's Donuts are also stocked in all three Selfridges stores across the UK um, and various independent outlets across London too uh, give them a try they're delish and if you want to be in a chance of winning a box of these amazing gluten-free and vegan donuts head over to the old crumbs instagram page where we will be posting a very special competition i might enter myself am i allowed to do that we've had this discussion before (sighs) sarah you have to pay me a lot of money if you want to win the competition okay we'll discuss this after (laughs) just make sure this doesn't get recorded on the podcast so people know my evil plan so anyway (laughs) (laughs) next week oh i don't know if i can say it laura I will say it. Guys, next week, there's police siren in the background just to (laughs) show what terrible, alarming news this is. Next week is the last in this series um, for O Crumbs. We are taking a little break before we come back with season two in 2020. Join us next week when we'll be announcing details of our Christmas special. And we might even let you know when we'll be back as well. Yeah. (laughs) But for now, we're off to go eat some more donuts. Oh my God, give me the donuts. (laughs) See you later, guys. Bye. Uh, what that was? Laura <laughs> oh is having a meltdown. I think she has had too much sugar. I've just eaten a donut and had a cup of tea. It's gone to my hand. Oh no. Okay. Well, that was a fantastic interview. And now I'm eating some donuts. Oh god. Oh yeah. This week we are black. When I'm not getting tongue tied. <laughs>